Uh, all right, we're back again. Uh, Kaleidoscope. We're going to talk about time. Time. Yeah. Time, motherfucker. Yeah, time. So, before we started recording, you know, I was telling you how much fucking time we spend tying our shoes, which blows my fucking mind. I may have mentioned this before. I may have mentioned this when I was recording with Grant uh, a ways back, but if I haven't, Holy shit. 80,000 minutes. 80 fucking thousand minutes from what I read. That could be. Who the fuck knows? But 80,000 minutes tying your shoes. That just seems like an incredible amount of time. Now, you know, obviously, if you live to be the average lifespan, you live in your 70s, you know, it's it's 80,000 minutes. It's not that much. But yeah, no, we, I, don't, I don't tie my shoes. I just I tie them once and I just slip them off every time. Yeah, well, I think a lot of us do that. Yeah, a lot of us do that. I don't wear shoes. I just walk around in fucking Kleenex boxes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true, people. You should have seen. Yeah. The only time he changes it up is when he goes out to fancy dinners, and those moments he wears uh, plastic bags. Yeah. Well, actually, recently I've upgraded to rubber gloves. Uh, as oh, shoes. nice. Yeah. Mm, Libby nice, brings them... Mr. Fancy Pants. Yeah, Libby for... breaks a bag for... from. From the hospital, and I put those on my on my feet. I think they're you know a little more distinguished than the plastic bag. But anyway, yeah, Fuck a lot of times that's, that's the one percent people. Yeah, that's when you know you're in the one percent. Yeah, able to afford plastic gloves. Well, they're not plastic gloves. It's Rubber just, gloves. Yeah, well, they're a little nicer than that. But anyways, yeah, that's a long fucking time tying a shoe. So. I think most of us just probably slip them on this, that, and the other. But, you know, so many little things. So many fucking little things that just add up. And so I obsess, especially lately. That's why I wanted to talk about this. Because I've noticed lately, I've had this fucking obsession with mitigating inconveniences. Just taking everything that just gets on my fucking nerves or, or really inconveniences me or just costs me time. Which is, of course, the most valuable of commodities the most precious of resources thinking about i told you this before like i saw this wallet and it, i it was a sort of a conundrum because it's like fuck okay there's this wallet and it has a little hook in there where you can hook the key to your house right and i'm like oh fuck yeah you know that's cool that'll save me time but then i start weighing like time and convenience and, and, and all this space, all this shit. So it sounds incredible, incredibly trivial, and that's because it, it is. It's incredibly fucking trivial and mundane. But I think about how, okay, you have all these fucking pockets. You have all this shit in your pockets. I don't want all these things in my pockets. I hate it. I hate it. I hate when you're like, as a guy, you're walking, and you hear that fucking jingle jangle in in your pants from your your keys so i'm like okay fuck that i got a smart lock for my house which again saves me a tremendous amount of fucking time it, it, it's based on proximity to my phone so as soon as i pull up in my driveway then my door automatically unlocks and as soon as i leave based on the proximity it it locks so it locks and unlocks based on on my distance and i could do it from a distance too so if like you needed to get in my house or what the fuck ever i can unlock it but those things save me time and they save me the the annoyance of a key of a fucking key when you're fumbling to get in the time it takes to pull that fucking key out and and especially in the dark fumbling in the fucking dark trying to desperately get that fucking key in there and it's like you know trying to hit the hole it, it it's just shit i hate it so i'm like okay well, i'm going to get this wallet where i so i've trimmed it down to one key one key it's a car key that's it so i'm like okay well i'm going to take that key and put it in a wallet so that way, it only takes up one wallet, one pocket slot. So I, I usually put my keys in my front left pocket, my wallet in my back pocket, right? So I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I'm fucking sick of this. Why? So I try to connect these worlds together. How can I merge this? How can I bridge this gap? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put the key in this special little wallet ring thing and zip it the fuck up. But then I think, well, fuck, that's just going to cost me time. So it saves me the the annoyance of being stabbed by my key and the the obsession of not having shit in different pockets it saves me that you know or having too many devices stacked fucking closely together in proximity but it costs me time 
So I have to unzip the fucking wallet every single time to get the key to start the car. Every time I'm done with the fucking car key, I have to pull it out, put it in a little wallet, and zip it back up. And I started obsessing over how much time that would take over the totality of my life. And I just got fucking completely frustrated and just gave up. And I was like, fuck that. It's just not worth it because of time. So ultimately, I asked myself at the beginning of everything, will this be worth my time? Now, not every time is that answerable. But on the times that it is, I'm like, if it's not, fuck that. I'm not going to do it. You know? So it could be that fucking trite. I don't care. It's just, I don't know, man. It's the littlest fucking things. I'm just too neurotic, I think. And I just fucking obsess over details that really, most people don't fucking care. You know? Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people ever put so much thought in their, their keys, actually. I just have too much fucking time on my hands. It's, again, it's, it sounds insane, because it is, because it's a key. But it's all these little things that add up. So that's why I think, like, as a kid, I've always, because I've told this before, like, growing up, you know, it was, it was incredibly chaotic in, in, you know, my household. So there's just fucking, like, toys everywhere. People are yelling and screaming and fucking, it was just utter chaos. So I, I became incredibly finicky as a child, and especially into adolescence. I, I was so obsessive about, you know, everything being alphabetized and, and every, everything being in its right place and being organized and all this shit. So it would save me time because, you know, my dad would come in yelling and fucking screaming, where's the fucking remote? Nothing's ever where it should be. Everybody loses shit. So I always wanted to... I may have mentioned this before when we were recording, but yeah, I just always obsessed over it. So, and as an adult, it's, it's fucking helped tremendously because everything is in its right place. I always put it back, which saves me time. You know, you could argue that you could do it later, right? But then ultimately you end up forgetting shit and it just makes a, like, I'll give you an example. Let's say you eat dinner and you know, my family used to do this shit, and I suppose they still do. Uh, they would, we would eat, and nobody would wash the dishes, right? They'd just sit in the sink with, like, shit on them. You know what I mean? Like, cruddy-ass food. It was nasty. It would just sit there, and no one did anything. Now, you could argue, well, you know, I'll do them in the morning. I'll do them tomorrow. That's a fair assessment, right? Because the time is the same. The amount of time you're going to spend the next day doing it is the exact same as if you did it right now. Here's the difference, though. What if, and this certainly happened, and it's not unfathomable, what if then you get ants or fucking mice or, you know, little creatures, and then that's a whole other problem that you now have to solve? What if you got cockroaches and shit? Now, I don't fucking know if that pertains to food, but it certainly does to ants, liquids and sodas and shit like that, stains. Then it just creates further problems, which creates further problems, you know? So to just not procrastinate and to do it now is almost always the best fucking option. Because the time it will ultimately cost you is more so than what it would have cost you right now. But it's the convenience. So it's like time versus convenience. You don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to fucking do this thing right now, but it's going to cost you more time in the end. So you're willing to pay in time. You're willing to pay that fucking fee of time for the sake of convenience of not having to do it right now. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, I think a lot of people are good with that situation where you're just kind of like you don't know what to do there. I think because a lot of times you're just gonna think it's gonna take you more time to do it now than it would doing it later. Yeah, it's the dread, you know, it's the dread and the anxiety. Like, for example, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I don't, you know, my dogs wake up before me usually and because i go to bed late and they're they're asleep. like right now they're asleep behind me so they're already fucking asleep i'm up i go to bed late and then you know they've been asleep so by the time like in the morning you know they're ready to wake the fuck up and i'm still tired so they're up be bopping around libby's already went to work whatever and you know she's gone she's she's doing her thing and then they get up they start fucking be bopping around i'm fucking tired you know what i mean i could barely keep my eyes open i'm like Ugh what you know so i have two options all right i could just get up and let them the fuck out and just wait on them and then bring them back in and go back to sleep okay now that's the best option 
But that's hard because it's inconvenient to me. It's inconvenient because I'm fucking tired. I want to go back to sleep. I want the convenience and the luxury of going back to sleep. However, you know, if I choose that option, if I choose to take them out immediately and I bring them back in, again, I, I lose out on the luxury and the convenience of continuing sleeping. But, you know, if I do the, it, the inverse, but, you know, it, having said that, it gets done. And that's it. No more discussion. However, and I've done this before. And I try really badly not to. Or they want out and I'm like, ugh, ugh. And I just open the door and just let them run out. And then I'm like, ugh. And I just fucking lay back asleep. And then by the time I went out there, they fucking marked shit. They pissed on stuff because they're absolute heinous assholes, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, God fucking damn it. Had I just sacked up. And just zombied my fucking way out there and just let him go out and just watched him for a minute and brought him back in. Now, so in the end, it cost me more fucking time because now I got to clean up this piss spot because they decided to mark my fucking Blu-ray stand because they're like, these are mine now, you know, (laughs) or this is my recliner now, whatever the fuck their reasons are. Um, God, so fucking annoying. Because they're teething assholes. Yeah, it's like, you know. Yes, you live here. It's already yours. Fuck off. You know, I don't no, know why they have to reestablish ha- dominance. Because, like, you know, they see you using it every day, and they're like, man, that motherfucker, you know, like, I, I, pit, I pissed that. I just that. claimed yes. that shit. I just yeah. claimed it. Dog. I just claimed Fuck. it, and now he's coming in and touching my Oh, my, my God. I just need to, stuff. like, what not touch anything. If I just stopped touching shit and slept <laughs> in the shed, I think I'd be okay. They'd probably stop marking. <laughs> well, then they'd start uh, marking in the shed. And I start fucking run out there to my shed. <laughs> I'm like fucking asleep in the shed. I'm freezing half to death. I'm like <laughs> fucking teeth chattering. Like I'm barely fucking eking by in the cold, harsh fucking winters. The roof's leaking. There's fucking spiders and cockroaches and shit in there. And then Libby lets them out. Like, All right, boys, go pee. They run out there and they're like, "Who the fuck's in here?" <laughs> Dad's in there. Piss on that. <laughs> but jokes on, jokes on him then. Jokes on him then because the piss will just freeze over and he'll be stuck there with an ice ice drop in there in his pee hole. Yeah, maybe I don't know. But that little bastard don't just come up and be like, "Oh, this is mine now." So you be you be careful. He don't piss on on uh, your wife. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. God damn. Yeah, anyway. Man. It's unsettling with it, but the point is, it's like it's it's weighing that option, and it's it's hard. It's like we we do it all the fucking time. We all we make these decisions all the fucking time, and you know ultimately, and that you know goes into like we were talking about before we started recording games, which we brought up numerous times. I mean, that's why you see it so often. I know this is a total gear shift, but still it, it you know time is yeah. a huge aspect of modern gaming conventions especially oh, like yeah. games as a service and you know the thing is well it's like i don't know if you ever noticed this but when you compare a lot of games from the past to games that are newer you can see there is a massive fucking difference between like for example and i'll remember this shit forever like uh when resident evil 2 the remake came out this, don't worry, guys. I'm not gonna waste half an hour talking about the game. Like you can, but uh, like I remember people like review in the reviews. People say, "Oh, I beat the game in like eight hours, nine hours, ten hours." It was short. I'm like, what? Ha- what kind of world do we live in where eight hours is a short game? And then on the opposite side of that, you have stuff like. You know, other open world games that are coming out and they're 20, 30, 40 hours long, and that's what people want. And it just kind of reminded me that back in the day, games were a lot more short. Like, you know, they'd be like if you were playing like on the old NES days, they were probably like half an hour to an hour at most. Then when they got to 3D, they became like five hours at most. And they were like usually just the short experiences, but experiences that you were able to replay so many so often, and they were just well, they that's were deep game. That's well, one that's because of the limits of technology, and two, sure. uh, most games were arcade games back then. Sure, there were but exceptions even, like sure, uh, but when Zelda. They went to, yeah, 
sure, but but still though, like in the era of the 3D games, like you still didn't. I mean, aside from Zelda games, Zelda games have always been kind of like ridiculously long. Well, Mario, I mean, that's not yeah. true. There's several games that are long, but but not to this degree. Like I no, kind of feel not. Like, like 400 hours. Yeah, I feel I like feel that. like a lot of the old games they. I feel like they respected your time a little, a lot more because, yeah, you know, it was, and then it was the idea was, hey, buy me, and I'm gonna give you this experience. Like the gameplay is gonna be very good. It's gonna have a lot of deep mechanics to it, and I promise you, it's gonna be highly, highly, highly replayable. Over newer games now, where they're thirty, forty, fifty hours long and more. But they're so monotonous to play. Well, the reason for that is because it with modern gaming, it's it's a science. Before it was just like this early stage uh, convention. It's this new f- way to interact, right? This new yeah. entertainment medium, and now it's like it's broken down to like a fucking business model, an exact science for what keeps people enthralled with something and you know that's why you see like these battle royale games it's about time and that's what we were talking about before we started recording skins and shit like that yeah skins things of that nature where you're you're got a fucking scab on my knee it hurts so bad (laughs) bumped the shit out of it the other day anyway uh yeah it's about you know convenience so when you i've said this myself you know playing overwatch you play that game, and you're like, wow, like you said, you wanted this particular skin. I, yeah. I And and so you, you're you in an impasse. It's either you keep fucking grinding, hoping that you, you get it, or you get enough credits to get it. But for me, I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. And, you know, I pay money to get loot boxes yeah. to either try to get lucky to get the skin or get enough duplicates to get the coins to buy the skin. Either way, yeah, I, I definitely time. understand that. Uh, like As I was telling you earlier before we started this uh, uh, podcast, you know, like, I used to enjoy playing Overwatch with you, but then, like, during the Halloween season, when they released a lot of those, like, cool Halloween skins, like, yeah, the cult, uh, cultist, Zen- Zenyatta, uh, Vampire May, all of those cool skins, and I wanted some of them, like, I at least wanted Zenyatta and May. I got Zenyatta. That was I was lucky there. It took me I never forever to get that one. Yeah, and me like I never paid for the loot boxes. Mm-hmm. I like I just tried to always do like the daily and weekly challenges, and just kind of like try to play enough play enough times to to rank up, level up every time and get a, a new loot box. And by the time the promotion was over, by the time Halloween was over and those skins uh, were locked away and you couldn't get them anymore, which, first of all, I just kind of find to be really stupid. Like, it's bullshit. It's bullshit that they they lock away the skins after the season's over. Especially because you know next season they're going to just come in with new skins anyway. So why mm-hmm. even pull it off anyway? But anyway, my point being, though, is after... After the Halloween season was over and you couldn't get those skins anymore, I remember just getting a loot box and just seeing what I got in there and just coming to the revelation of man, there is just so much unwanted junk in one loot box. One loot box you could maybe get not even a, a well, I mean, it was a scam, but like an alternate colored skin to a character. So if the character was blue, well, you got a skin to make them purple. Yeah, you just got a color shade. And it's mostly yeah, a voice color share. It's, it's mostly junk. You got a color right. share or a voice line or a, a, a player profile icon. tag. Yeah, yeah. icon, a yeah. sticker or, or tag or some Right, it's true. The point is it was, it doesn't, we don't need to list yeah, everything. It's no, trivial. The point being, it was trivial. all pointless. A lot of those things, who really wants most of those things? Like if you're playing Overwatch, if, again, if you're a hardcore Overwatch player, you love that game, you play it, do you really care about getting a particular stick uh, spray paint or voice line for a character? No. You'll yeah. care about the cool character skins and, at best, the victory poses. Because at least yeah. those are a, little, a bit interesting to watch. You don't yeah, care I mean, about the rest. Th- there's so much 
trivial shit and you know it's not limited to that it's yeah. everywhere where they're just trying to starve you out yeah. they're trying to starve you out yeah That's and i it. just i just realized that it was intentional too like because this was not something of oh the the people behind the game they just wanted to give you so much different things to make it your own personal character no it felt like these people want to throw in uh things that meant nothing things that people didn't really want as a way to get people to to buy the loot boxes mm-hmm. to just grind away to, to either grind hours and hours and hours to, to get the loot boxes through gameplay or to just you know drop drop five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars however much it takes until you get what you wanted and i couldn't do it anymore i just that's the moment i get a stop playing overwatch for good after that i decided i I was not gonna play it anymore i just couldn't do it yeah i mean it's not exclusive to that it's it's everywhere and more there are more games now particularly multiplayer the way that multiplayer games have gone it's it's more as an excuse that doesn't mean the games can't be good but it's more of a means to make it a service than a game and they you know I, i have no problem with you know if it's cosmetic it's not a you know again it's not a question of ethics or morals or whatever ultimately they're optional things and they're really not necessary to the game but that's an entirely different discussion the point is that if you want them you either pay money or time but see and it, it depends on because you have to think you could spend time like you did right or you could spend money like i did However, that same money costs me time to make. So I had to spend my time to make the money to save the time to get the item, as where you just spent the time. So it becomes this balance between, you know, do I, what's more valuable? Like if you don't have any money or if you have very little money, you're going to be more willing to commit time, especially if you have a lot of it. Right. But if you, if you, like for me, where you have more money than you do time, I would rather just spend the money and save myself the the, the fucking heartache. But you know, and, the joke of it all is, you know, with the loot box system that was in Overwatch, you'd still end up spending time to get that. Even if you're paying, you're still spending time, not because of, you know, the time that you had to work for to get that money, but also because because of the random nature of loot of the item drops yeah, you spend time drop. like you know that's a trivial yeah. amount of time like clicking through and getting the one you want sure no not not just that but i mean in the sense that all right like how like back when you were playing overwatch and bought those or uh, those loot boxes how much how many loot boxes would you buy per uh, session well i mean I, I did it a handful of times i'd probably spend like 20 bucks or something yeah like all right, so twenty bucks. How much did that get you? Like forty boxes? I don't know. Well, so let's, let's say I think that it's like twenty-five, 25 loot boxes, boxes for twenty dollars right. or something. All right, so twenty-five. Now let's say, let's say you drop that money and you're opening those loot boxes, and you want the Zenyatta skin, call the Zenyatta skin. Imagine going through those twenty-five boxes and not even getting it. Yeah, I just acknowledge that. Like I, oh, I just fucking said that two minutes ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. Like you waste a lot of time, just like that entire interaction. You waste a lot of time for something you may not get, and you have to just keep doing it. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. The, the fucking people listening to this are going to shoot themselves from boredom if we talk <laughs> about a fucking Overwatch loot box for one second longer. Look, I don't know. Maybe they're Overwatch fans. I, even if you are, <laughs> even if you are, I definitely am about to fucking <laughs> chop down on a cyanide capsule. Look, it's a fucking waste of time. But yeah. it, it's not exclusive to that. It's just ton, you see this shit everywhere in all kinds of fucking games. We do it all the fucking time. Look at, all right, a perfect example. Postmates, okay? You can fucking pay someone to go pick up, I'm pretty sure it's Postmates. You could pay someone to go pick up like a bag of Doritos for you, right? You don't want to take the time to go to the fucking store to get the Doritos, so you pay someone, you pay through a service for them to pick it up and bring it to you, which is fucking insane. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying that's wrong because it's fucking, it's time. It's time. I get it. I understand it. It's not wrong. 
Some things, though, are experiences. And that is where time it is where time should be spent, right? It's where, like, you'll see people, you'll see people want to have these experiences and they just want to rush through it. Like, as an example, you know, when my dad wants to go on a vacation, quote unquote vacation, you know, he goes for, he, he works his ass off, saves all this money. He, he wants to go for like two fucking days. He wants to go up to get a cabin in the fucking mountains of Tennessee. He wants to get a cabin. For, he wants to get there Friday night, Friday afternoon, check-ins like three. He stayed there Friday night. You really can't do much. Shit closes at nine over there. You have Saturday and then you go home Sunday, right? So he's in a rush. Even when he comes down to visit me down here, he's in a rush to get through the thing that is a luxury to him, which boggles my fucking mind. Like, chop, chop, I'm in a fucking hurry to get back to the grind, which led me here in the first place. So it's like a play to work, work to play situation. So he, he worked, work, 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 work. Okay, now I want to play. I want to go on vacation. But then he's like, all right, we got to get this fucking vacation over. I got to get back to work, you know? And he just, and I, I think a lot of people live in that endless, the endless cycle where it's like, well, what the fuck is the whole point, you know? So I, I fucking see this with him and it, I just, it drives me crazy. My mom, she'll come down. Now, again, my mom hasn't worked in 30 some odd years, but she'll come down and, uh, like, for instance, she came down here the other day to go to Lens Crafters and, and get, a, like, an eye exam and, and new frames or something like that. She really needs to wear fucking glasses. And uh, she comes down. She doesn't have any reason to rush back home, you know. Uh, Jeremy's there working already, and Corey's helping him. They're doing their thing. It's raining. There's really not a lot they can do anyway. They're supposed to work outside doing some shit, whatever, some mundane. Who cares? And um, she was in a rush to leave and you know she'd barely been here a couple you know maybe an hour and a half two hours went out to lunch and then she's like i, I gotta get back i gotta get back i, I gotta get back home i gotta da, 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 da. i'm like well, what do you okay cool what do you uh, what do you got going on ah nothing nothing you know i just gotta get back to the dogs i'm like isn't uh jeremy there and Corey's mom and Corey and cody like what what's the rush you know again it, it's just this whole innate desire like i gotta gotta get back i gotta my dogs i gotta uh, you know i gotta get back to the grind so we just fucking live in this constant cycle where you know you you don't and it's just i think it's because people teeter on this edge of trying to understand the balance of time and it's it's nearly impossible to do because we want to we want to have time right we want time it's so fucking meaningful but at the same time we, we don't want to spend it right we don't want to yeah. fucking spend it we're like no, no 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 no, i can't fucking possibly spend time on this and then we inadvertently end up spending time on shit that's a complete waste of time yeah and but, i got a good example of that uh I, when you're someone who goes to work every day you only have like like one day off i don't know how it is in the states if uh you just work five days or or six yeah, I mean, or where five monday to friday yeah, but uh, well, here where I'm at, uh, you work six days a week, uh, and you only get one day off, and that's kind of like how you feel, man. Like when you have when you work those six days, and you just, you finally get your day off, you kind of like you want to savor that day. You want to do as much as possible, and you just don't want to take your time and enjoy any of it. Yeah, like I remember. Like I remember, I told you this before. How one day I spent my entire day off playing Destiny Two with a friend of mine called John. Uh, for you guys listening, he already knows who John is. And just like I was playing the whole the whole day with him, and I just kind of felt like, God, that time was wasted on a goddamn game. But I feel like no matter what you did, you would have felt like you wasted it. <laughs> yeah, because... like I have all this fucking time, and now fuck, I did this thing. You could have did anything yeah. productive. You would have been like, "Fuck, shit." Yeah, because my day's gone. Yeah, because like, because those the days when you have free time for yourself, it's become so valuable to you when you have so when mo- so many of your days you're busy with work and 
and going to to our regular schedule and not just work also you could just apply to school too just yeah. anything that takes so much of your time on a regular basis whenever you do get time to do anything you feel like you're wasting it you feel like you're wasting it even if you're you're doing something meaningful and it kind of like reminds me of another thing that reminds me of is a conversation i had a long, a, a long time ago with a prostitute so I remember talking to this one prostitute how most guys who go who go and pay for their services they don't really take the time. They just they go in there and they just try to you know bust a nut. They they don't really care to take their time and enjoy it. And and to them it's so rare when they get a client who actually, you know, takes her time and tries to enjoy the experience of it all. Yeah, that's it's strange because it's like I would feel like you're either in there for one of two reasons, release or companionship. <clears throat> if you're in there for release, just go jerk off. That's yeah. how I feel. If you're there for companionship, I feel like you're in the wrong place. But, I'm, you know, yeah. <laughs> have at it, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, but even release can still be can still be enjoyable in a different way, man. Like just. Yeah, I, at least I'm coming from the perspective of someone who isn't in a relationship uh so with me like it's a lot of times i think it is just uh you know a little sense of companionship that i go for but you just kind of like want to experience uh sex man you just want you want to have sex be an experience no matter what who it is mm-hmm. you don't just want to go and rush it and just bust a nut because because that way i really do feel like if you're just busting a nut you know, you might as well just watch porn and just save yourself the trouble, because that would be way more effect, more efficient. Right. Like, well, I think it's a, it's all about motive, right? Because to me, like if you don't care about the, per- and I, I'm not saying there's anything particularly wrong with that, but if you don't care about the emotional connection with the person, then you know, knock yourself out, go for it. But for me, it no one obviously like having an uh an attraction to their personality is important to me and second it it's validating you know what i mean it's that va- it's incredibly validating to know like hey we're mutually attracted to one another and you know i did something right to get in this position is yeah. where with a prostitute it's like i just you know whatever it's just it's a service it's not really an interaction it's a service it's it's just it's blue pill as we were talking about before recording it's the fucking blue pill it's not real you know it's like yeah the nut is real where you're like that's real but the interaction you're having with this person that doesn't mean you can't have a real conversation with a prostitute you certainly can like they're, they're human beings after all but the any kind of like intimacy is likely fraudulent you know it's not real now if you're okay with that and it's really more about the physical connection to that person and the release of it then okay i, I don't see anything wrong with that you know, I certainly think it should be legal here. I know it is there, but uh, I, I still feel like the meaningful, like for me, sex is more meaningful per, on a personal note because of the actual attraction between one another, the mutual attraction. Well, yeah, I think, I don't think anyone will ever dispute that because there is something intoxicating about having that sort of intimate relationship <laughs> with someone that you have uh, an emotional connection with yeah but i yes. understand it i understand it yeah because for me like yeah you know, i've been around the block with the prostitutes uh yeah i've been there uh a few times over the years and i can tell you like at first it was just it was new and exciting but then eventually it just kind of like it grows still because it just you don't feel that connection with with those people you just you go in and you kind of know what's what's up. You are there to to fuck, bust a nut, and they're there to just you know help you out with that. And they don't care. They just uh, they just want you to rush. A lot of times they also do want you to just kind of get it over with. So you don't feel that connection, and it, it does damage your experience in a way. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know, and that and that sort of leads into you know relationships <clears throat> relationships 
I was just watching the cutest fucking thing. I turned around and said, <laughs> it was cute at first. Like, he jumped up, and Devo was laying there, and he, like, <clears throat> snuggled his foot. He's, like, snuggling his fucking little foot with his nose. I'm like, oh, so cute. And I was like, oh, my God, he's so, he's so sweet. What a sweetheart. Look how loving of a brother he is. It, but really, and then he shoved him, and he just wanted him to get the fuck out of the way so he could lay in a spot because <laughs> it was warm. <laughs> And now he's just like, yeah, this is my spot, bitch. Get the fuck out. He might as well have just marked it, little bastard. <laughs> fucking just took that shit right out from my... Uh, what a fucking asshole. I, just when I was like, oh, wow. Okay, maybe I had you pegged wrong. No, he's that big of a fucking prick. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah so, the, be- the best memory I have with my brother is uh, playing Super Mario with him. Yeah, well, I'm talking and about my first dog, curse. Not, not a And team. learning and my not, first curse. Yeah, that's that's well. I would fucking hope it would be a different experience than two dogs that are complete fucking imbeciles. I don't know. Snouting one another. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone has a different relationship with their siblings. Maybe the fondest memory is the one day that didn't beat them that badly. Well, I mean, I never walked up to my brother and I was like, <laughs> and then just fucking elbowed him in the head so I could sit in this fucking spot or something. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I've ever had that experience. But it, anyway, yeah, like as far as relationships go, you know, I've said this before, time, I think this is something that you see so fucking much. I would wager to say that most relationships are not optimal. Most relationships, most people are not at this point of of a particular enlightenment in their life or, you know, most people in general just aren't fucking satisfied or aren't happy. That's just human nature as is. But uh, even beyond that, uh, people, uh, most people are more than likely with a partner that they're incompatible with, but they've spent so much fucking time with them that it, it, I can certainly say I, I was there. Uh, in a previous life, as was Libby, you know? So we, we back in our previous relationships, we both had the same fucking problem. We were with someone, and we knew it was a crock of shit. We blue-pilled the shit out of ourselves. We knew that this was wrong, but we just wanted to believe. We wanted to live in this fantasy world because we'd already put in so much time. I had put in so much time, and I just refused to acknowledge that I'm not fucking happy. I don't want this. This isn't the right for, fucking person for me. This isn't the future that I want. You know, people do this shit all the time. And I don't, it's just, I fucking can't for the life of me just to to confront. And that's what I'm saying. Like th- this convenience and time situation, this comfort versus time conundrum where I would say certainly it's more comfortable to stay. And I mean, that that's, you know, that was my experience at least. It was certainly more comfortable to stay there because I felt I had invested so much of my life that I, I couldn't possibly fathom starting over. And I know that a lot of people can relate to that. And, you know, it was comfortable. It's what I knew. You know, we, we fucking got comfortable around one another. We, uh, you know, in every conceivable way, too comfortable at times. Fuck. But still, the, ultimately, in the end, it's you're only going to be, you're either going to, be genuinely like if you think on it too much you're just going to realize how unhappy you are or you're going to just fucking fake it and fake it and fake it and just die a little more on the inside so you're going to just outwardly acknowledge oh my fucking god i'm miserable or you're just going to shove it deep down and pretend like it's okay and just let it eat at you every little fucking every day a little bit at a time rather than just saying you know look i don't fucking want this i'm unhappy i just i this isn't what i want this is what i need this isn't me right that's a difficult conversation to have certainly but the time that you will save, like you think you're losing time and you you are yeah sure sure take that as a lesson though and learn from that there's value in that you know it's i learned a lot like even though it was a shit it ended poorly it was a shitty relationship in a lot of uh aspects i learned a lot about how to live with another person certainly how to communicate with a woman uh and and to live with one and interact with one on a fucking day-to-day basis good and bad you know uh that help prepare me for the future you know so and yeah i i gave a lot of time to that but the time that but what i gained 
after that is finding someone to where my time was well spent. Every moment I spend with my wife is yeah. a good moment. And, and you know, I think it shows uh, when you kind of like look at how long it took you to propose to both yeah. women here. I've said because, that. I mean, how long were you with the, your ex before you actually proposed to her? Before I proposed, I was with her for six years on and off. And that's really why it took so long. It was the on and off. It's because she fucking cheated on me a couple of times. And it took me a long time to rebuild any amount of trust to be able to propose. Yeah, but still, it took it took a long time. And compare mm-hmm. that to, to Libby, where you two have been Sick. together for, what, like a year? A we year were like or two? really genuinely together for probably a year and a half maybe not even like a year and a couple months that's about a little over a year not long at all yeah and that's like you gotta think man like in a sixth of the time that it it took you to to propose to libby compared to to your ex and i think that just kind of shows that when you kind of when you know you know you're making the right choice you like you just try you don't want to waste any more time and you just want to make it more well, see, that exact that's how i viewed it i viewed it as like i i there was a nothing is certain but it was as close to certainty as i could ever feel and i felt you know like hey i fucking love this woman i don't i had no doubts in my mind you know look we could get fucking divorced tomorrow who knows no, nothing is forever uh everything ends one way or another whether you fucking divorce or you die you're, you're somebody's going down you're both going down in the end but still, I felt I didn't have doubts. I didn't linger. I didn't drag my feet. I was excited. I was enthusiastic to do it. I wanted to do it. It's. I was overwhelmed at the thought of doing it. Hell, I would have yeah. did it sooner. You know? Yeah, dude. I remember at your at your wedding. Part of my wedding toast was I told. I went up and told everyone the moment uh, you knew you wanted to marry her was when we were at in front of a. Uh, cold stone creamery and that was like yeah less than a year that you two have been dating yeah yeah i mean uh so yeah i mean you just have to weigh that against one another and i just felt like i had already spent enough of my fucking time and and you can't wait around forever you can't just let life fall into your lap you can't you know i was having a conversation with my mom the other day about this shit i'm like Look, you've had the same problems and the same complaints for for years, ever since I've known you. Just make the fucking change. You've already, you've wasted so much fucking time being miserable. Why? Just take the hit. Like, yeah, you're going to have to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to fucking do uncomfortable shit. It's, you know, it's it's genuinely the same conversation you and I have had over the past couple days about, you know, moving uh, to the U.S. Where I'm saying like, yeah, you've, dude. You're 27. You've wasted so much fucking time oh, yeah. just getting started as an adult. Yeah. Don't fucking waste anymore. Like, get live your life. Live that shit. Yeah. You know, you, you existed for the majority of the, those years. Now it's time to live. Yeah, trust me. I, it's one of those things that I think about over and over again about yeah. all the time that I had wasted in life. Think about it this way. Like, how many fucking times? You told me you beat Wolfenstein like six times. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's yeah. what the fuck? How long is that game? <clears throat> Ten hours? Fifteen? Uh no, I'd say that at most like six or seven hours. Alright, that's pretty short. Still, five fucking times? Get yeah, on with know, it. Though. You know? No, I I definitely agree. I did spend too much time playing that game. Yeah, I mean it and you know, I would say you're still rel- it's kinda guilty of it now. Not as bad, but just like all right, you fucking beat it. Move on. Like, go. You just go. You got to go. You got to fucking move. Like, don't linger around and just become stagnant and shit. That's what people do is they they have these goals and dreams. And then, you know, they realize it's fucking too hard halfway through. And oh, well, you know. And they just piddle about and wait around. Like, look, look, look. <clears throat> Life doesn't give a shit. It doesn't care about you. It, you know, you could believe in God and this, that, and the other. That's great. Fucking lovely. God bless you. But life itself, the, the notion of death, doesn't care. It doesn't give a shit. All right? You're going to die. Everybody dies. Make the best of what you have while you have it. Say, fucking savor those moments. 
I save time where I can. I don't tie fucking shoes. I care about those precious little moments. I don't want to fucking fumble with keys and little bullshit. I want those seconds. I want those moments. Every little fucking moment. I, I shave. I, I obsess. I, sp- I do admittedly spend maybe too much time, ironically, thinking of ways to save time. <laughs> but such is the fucking conundrum of life. So I just want every little fucking thing as, as quick and convenient as possible so I have so much time to spend it. Like I told you, you know, going to Thailand in, uh, in a month or so. I shave off seconds and, and harvest those fucking that resource of time, that succulent fucking decadent resource that is time so that I can utilize it for things like that, meaningful things, to have experiences. You know, I don't want to just see it on a fucking postcard or read about it online or watch a YouTube video of it, a uh, video of it with fucking Anthony Bourdain. I, I want to live it. I want to do it. I want to experience it. You know, I want to go far away from where I'm at to to indulge in something I, I can't have here. And that's what I hear too much of in my life uh, with the people in it, which is, you know, well, you know, I could just fucking look at it online. I could this, I can that, I can this, I can this. You know, I don't, I don't want to sacrifice the time. I told you, my dad called me the other day. He was talking about this shit, about how people, you know, he sacrificed a lot, a tremendous amount to have what he has. He, I've said this many times before. He grew up incredibly poor and sacrificed his life. You know, to to have what he has, which is significant compared to where he came from. Um, he, he talked about how people want all this shit. They feel entitled to all these things. You know, like people wanting fucking $15 or minimum wage at McDonald's. Uh, they want all this shit, but they're not willing to put anything in. They're not willing to make the sacrifices to get anywhere. The solution isn't, as I've said so many times before, to raise, co- you know, raise wages, raise this. Because the cost is just going to go up. It's the cut cost, you know, find more efficient ways to use your fucking time. So people, you know, they're too busy fucking scouring Instagram and Twitter and just reading other people's shit like other people. People are wasting their time typing and and, and fucking indulging in frivolous garbage. And other people are consuming that frivolous garbage. And then they fucking put in the pot. And it's just the cycle of utter, that's why everyone's broke. That's why everyone's in debt. That's why the fucking country is in such a shitty shape. Because people waste so much fucking time. They don't get anything done. They dilly-dally, fuck around, and they're a bunch of coulda, woulda, shouldas. They want all these things, but they're not willing to sacrifice. You know? Everybody wants the fanciest fucking phone. Everyone wants, you know, the nicest fucking shoes. Everyone wants the biggest TV. You know? Every fucking body wants to have the best. But nobody wants to put in their best self. Nobody wants to display their best self, put in their best work to have those things, to do those things. You know, yep. you, you have to fucking give something to get something in this world, at least if it's worth the fuck. Oh, yeah. And sometimes even and sometimes sacrifice, you have to sacrifice time, time as well. Because, yeah, a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, my time whenever I've been working there is... Like back when I was working with uh, another person at the shop I'm at, it was only the two of us, and you know the shop is always open every day. There isn't a day that's closed, and you know we both need to get a day off once in a while. So constantly we'd be doing overtime work and working like two or three more hours, spending almost the entire day at that place. But you know what? When you sacrifice that extra bit of time, you, you get you know, you get to be paid better. You, know, you get to act some extra cash for your services and that can help you a lot. That can help you, you know, achieve the stuff that you may want. It'll help you get something that you've been really wanting to get for a long time. Yeah, but ultimately there's just it's not just about money. I mean that's certainly uh, an important aspect. Money yeah, is like it, money is like, let me just play, clarify. It's not that money is important. It's just that money allows you to do stuff with the people that you care for, the care with, and do something special with them. Look, uh, a, a wise fucking sage once said, hold on, I'm going to pull this up. I don't want to butcher this genius quote. Hold on, bear with me. Yeah. 
bearing. All right, here we go. A wise, wise man once said, having money's not everything. Not having it is. Do you want to take a guess who said that? Who? Kanye West. <laughs> but it's true, though. It is true. It is true. Like, think about it. Think about it. It's really, like, that's a fucking slick line. He probably didn't write it, but think about that. When you have money, when you already have some money, it's not that big of a deal to have more money. It's like, it's a, you have money. Having money is not everything. You have some of it. Cool. You know, I don't fucking need a million dollars if I have, you know, 50,000. I'm, I'm okay. You know, it's fine. But not having it is. When you have fucking no money, money is everything. When your fucking lights are getting shut off and you have absolutely fucking nothing left, it, it means everything. So, I mean, it, it, there is an importance to it. But, yeah, that's how yeah. I always thought that line was so great. And that reminds me of another legendary line. Oh, God. I mean... I fucking know where this is going. You're going to waste 20 fucking seconds of the listener's time for a line that has absolutely no bearing on anything that we're fucking saying. I don't know. I know where this is going. No, go ahead. We're already fucking in it now. Go ahead. It's at the... For a fucking episode about time, we're sure wasting a lot of it. I think (laughs) the whole... I think anyone who listens to our show is honestly wasting time. Let's be real here. Yeah. You know, Joe Rogan, we ain't. I suppose not. No. Ah, it's all about it's yeah. You know, it's just about when you lose everything. You, that's when you free out. I don't know. Fight Club. That was. I thought it was a Kanye West quote. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, no, that was fine. I have no problem with that. I I, I almost was certain. That this was the line you were going to pull out, man. Uh, you left your fridge open. Somebody just took a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> because I was talking about Kanye West, and you know I hate no. that fucking line in that song, Wolves. Well, you left no, your fridge open. Somebody just took a sandwich. Like, that's the worst fucking line. Why you got to write that line? It's so bad. <laughs> I hate that fucking... Lo- Dude, it pisses me off so much. I love that fucking song. It's one of my favorite fucking Kanye songs, Wolves with Sia and Vic Mensa, and then he fucks the whole song up with it's like, you know, you just left your fridge open, somebody just took a sandwich. What the fuck does that have to do with it? Like, listen, listen. Yeah, I was listen. not going that direction. Like, I was, try- I, was, I was literally going to use the line from Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk, it's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. That's a great quote. No, that's totally, yeah, absolutely. But I was talking about the, the whole part is, you tried to play nice. Everybody just took advantage. You left your fridge open. Somebody just took a sandwich. Oh, I said, said, baby, what if you was clubbing, thugging, <laughs> hustling before you met your husband? Then I said, what if Mary was in the club before she met Joseph around hella thugs? You know, and so on and so forth. But my point is, that's a terrible fucking line. <laughs> There's so many analogies. I know I'm just fucking total go 180 here and i'm wasting all so much fucking time but i'm gonna be real he needs to listen and like go back and revise that shit that is awful that's terrible he doesn't fucking revise the album once just listen man this yeah. album could be a masterpiece if he so just, just that one the sandwich minutes. line or the whole bit no nah, i'm in the set it's just mostly the sandwich line like that the set just a couple really parts of the song that's like really repetitive but it's mostly the sandwich line and uh i don't know I could go all day, but honestly, really, I love the really, album so fucking You really much. hate that sandwich. <laughs> it's, it's just so fucking dumb, dude. Like, because the point he's trying to make is you tried to play nice, everybody just took advantage. All right, you could have came up with a million fucking metaphors for, like, somebody taking advantage of you. A, a million. We had to fucking go from, like, the darkest, dreariest, fucked up song to, like, somebody took your sandwich. I guess sandwiches just mean a lot to Kanye West. I don't fucking know. <laughs> just really loud. Maybe it's... Could have came up with maybe way a small, more. maybe his mom made a mean peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh man, I don't fucking know. My mom didn't. I didn't like jelly, admittedly, and my peanut butter sandwiches was always mushy and shitty. By the time I got to school, <laughs> by the time it was lunchtime, and I'd always trade them for shitty cafeteria food. So, just yeah. so. It was but, not. Yeah, if I was, but yeah, I don't. I don't need to look up that line. I I know it from heart. Oh, God, it's so bad. And, and, I mean, to, to, to just finish my point here, I, again, I know I'm fucking way off the rails here, but there's so I'm looking at the track list. Like, the first song, Ultralight Beam, is one of his best songs ever. 
And like Father Stretch My Hands Part One and Two, that shit just needs to be one song. Why it gotta be two songs? Famous is good. Feedback's okay. Low lights, it's just like some woman saying a prayer or some shit. Cut that shit out of that. I don't wanna listen to that a hundred times. Highlights is good. Freestyle four is good. I love Kanye. What, do we really need a minute track about him talking about loving himself? I get, you know what? I let that pass. He's a narcissist. We'll keep that. <laughs> Wait, is good. FML is good. Real Friends is probably one of the best songs ever made. Wolves just need to cut that sandwich shit out. Put Frank back at the end. Silver Surfer intermission. I do not want to listen to a damn two minute phone call or whatever with him and some old ass rapper in jail about being wavy or some shit. 30 hours, he didn't even finish it. He just start mumbling at the end of the fucking song. Somebody calls him. He's like, yeah, what's up, man? I'm just recording a song right now. He left that shit in. No more parties is good with Kendrick. Facts is all right when he redid it. Fade. And the last song, St. Pablo. I don't know, man. He needs to sit down. Give me like 10 minutes. And I'll make that shit a masterpiece. You know, I just just let me go in there and edit it. That's it. You know, you know I ain't asking for a lot. You know, I'm going to say this. It's going to be very controversial here. I actually like the sandwich line oh, for just how God. absurd it is. Like, it's, oh. it's bad. It's bad. Don't get me wrong. It's bad. Oh, man. But it's like the absurdity of it all. Oh. It's because it is such a good song that there's like that part is just so bad. It's like it's almost lovable. It's like it's like having that one slow friend. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's he's slow, but, you know, he's like there's just like that one little charm of it. And and he does this all the time. Look, that that song on his new album, uh, Yay, I Thought About Killing You, the first song. He does this shit. Listen, listen. He do it on purpose. Watch this. This is the last shit. Uh, let me find this shit. Uh, hold on. L- let me find a good place to start. Mm-hmm. The, all right. The last few lines is, they want to see me go eight, eight. All you got to do is speak on yay. All you got to do is speak on yay. Don't get your tooth chipped on Frito like Frito Lay. What the fuck? Don't get your t- tooth chipped like Frito Lay. Who the fuck get? First of all, that's a stupid ass line. Second of all, what kind of fucking hard ass, fucking stale ass Frito are you eating that chipped your tooth? You got some fucked up enamel problems or something. You need to go to fucking dentist. I don't know, dude. But if your tooth is so, there's just so much wrong with that line that it just pisses me off because it's like it's such a stupid fucking line. And like, even if you're like, all right, and and you you're into the novelty of how silly it is. You know what? Fine, I give you that. That's part of Kanye's charm. But damn, dude. Again, I've ate some stale ass Fritos in my life. I ain't ate a Frito in like ten years. But ain't no much motherfucking Frito like would have chipped my tooth. I think he needs to see a fucking dentist like ASAP if his fucking teeth get. Chip on a motherfucking Frito. Yeah, that, that, that's why. That's why I love those lines. It's not because they're good. It's because they're just so ab- terribly absurd that it, this is the reaction it causes from people. I like the reaction more than the actual line. Well, like to be fair, his worst song ever. The whole fucking song is bad, which is "Drunken Hot Girls." That's easily the worst song Kanye ever made. It's just, it's just like it. Oh my god, it, it's just fucking so grating and annoying. It makes me want to kill myself. Like, I I just can't stand it. Really, it's just he just uh, we go through too much shit to mess mess with these drunk all these drunken hot girls, and it just drones on and on. It just fucking repeats it over and over and over. It's I I fucking hate that song. I skip it every time. That's why when people say Graduation's his best album, I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. That shit is such a bad song. You can't put an album in the best slot, best album that he's ever made when it's got the worst fucking song on it. So stupid. Anyways, uh, that was a tremendous waste of time, which I feel frankly, is a is an incredibly fitting in to this mishmash that yep. we've concocted here. Yep, unless we want to waste the audience's time anymore. If they're still no, here. but bless their hearts. You about forced them into fucking suicide uh, with fucking yammering on about Overwatch, and I'm pretty sure if they haven't killed themselves then, they, they have by now. Oh, so, yeah, you and Kanye. Yeah, well, you know, you know how I feel. Although no. I do hope it didn't because your reaction is just so it feels so genuine and sincere. It, it is. is hilarious. It's hilarious. It is. I it's like, fucking I care. 
I care a lot. I'm passionate. I'm a passionate fan. Shameless. Shamelessly so. And, you know, he needs to sit down with me and, and uh, we'll get it popping off. I'll help him. You know, I ain't saying I'm going to fucking make new music with him. I'm just going to cut some of the dumb shit and make it better. All right. That's All right. enough. We're out of here. We'll see y'all. We are. Hopefully you listen to us again. All right. See we y'all. are time we're wasting. Yep. Yep. See you.